0: Welcome to A Brush With Creativity. I'm your host, Tobin Pilati, and I'm joined with my co-host, Jeff Siblick. Join us tonight as we take you on a captivating exploration of the diverse landscape of the imagination. For tonight's exploration, we've got a special guest on the show. Here at Brush With Creativity, we enjoy giving creatives a voice to express how they engage with their creativity from a wide variety of experiences and belief systems. Tonight's guest, Justin Johnson, is a friend of the show. He's also a musician and a motivational life coach. Justin has a profoundly spiritual view of his creativity that we're going to explore with him. The creative work that Justin puts out into the world is helping people in all walks of life. If you're a creative person who wants to explore how you can leverage your creativity to improve the lives of others, Justin will surely give you some inspiration. So sit back, enjoy the vibes, and be inspired. Rush with Creativity is back with uh, Jeff Siblik and myself. This is going to be a little bit different show than we normally have, though. Uh, Absolutely, we've got a we've got a guest. Uh, yes, tell, tell us about our guest this week, Jeff.
1: Sure. This is Justin Johnson. He is a life coach and a social media creator. He is one of my favorite friends off of LinkedIn. How are you, Justin?
2: I'm good, man. All is well. Grateful to be here, man. Happy uh, day, right? Blessing every damn absolutely. A great day. Absolutely, that's right. Absolutely, yes.
1: And Justin was really great. Um, when my mom was going through what she was going through, you know, with the cancer and everything, he was like, he was such a great support for me. So I th- I think this is such a wonderful op- opportunity to kind of give back. So thank you so much for that, Justin.
2: Yeah, for sure, man.
1: Do you like uh, Justin or Jay better?
2: Either or, man. It doesn't really matter. I like picture or whatever, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: as long as it's not late
1: for dinner, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Justin, how, how long have you been um, on social media? I saw like two years. Has it been a, a lot longer than that?
2: Yeah, I would say since really since COVID is really when I really that, started. Okay. You know, really getting out there and intangible and motivation was created.
1: I got to check some of those videos out, especially the ones where you were uplifting your daughters. That was really, really,
2: really nice touch. Yeah, awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, definitely appreciate it, man. I I always try to, you know, use my gift or just my ideas and transform that into being something that could inspire somebody. So, you know, I, I feel like anything that we do, a lot of people, you know, they don't really own who they are and mm-hmm. I feel that by me being able to say what is it that you do and take that right that creativity in your imagination and shape it to you know what's unique to me and mm-hmm. I always try to find a way to try to be positive and you know help everybody out as like you've mentioned earlier you know you know it was nothing for me I don't look at it as you know I always look at it as you know true strength is you know helping others down when they are in their moment right and we mm-hmm. all for our moments in life you know and some people that may not have dealt with something traumatic you know we are going to experience something it's life that's just what it is but i feel like true strength is helping others when they are down and that's just who i am so i'll find any way to try to you know bring that out man any light that i can bring out that's just what i do it's yeah
1: that that's that's so important to to have that that mindset, and that's one of those magnetism type things that kind of draws people to you, even online that I see on LinkedIn. I just see that that authentic self. So that's really neat. So I, I just want to let you know that yeah, we see that loud and clear. Do you feel the same way, Tobin?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the things that you know we've been talking about for for many, many episodes now is, is what in your creative self, you know, kind of really motivates and inspires you. Um, and what is, you know, what does it mean to kind of tap into your creativity, your gift, and 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 put it out there into the world. And I think one of the things that you that you hit on early was, you know, it's out there for other people, right? And, and you know, you're really, you're really putting your creative gift out there for other people to see. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and 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 kind of a little bit about your creative process.
2: Man, I'm really just a simple human being, just a very passionate person, man, that, you know, just loves to put out kindness into this world and just try to help others. There's so much darkness going on. I mean, mm-hmm. we see it all over the news. Every time you turn yeah. on the news, I mean, there's yeah. something going on and and, and you, you just see it. And for me, it's just I, I try to, I aspire to inspire this world, uh-huh. right, to bring that love to inspire the world for people all over this world, right? Just be that light, right? And just be that right. north star, you know, or be mm-hmm. that, that, um, the, uh, the lighthouse, you know, for yeah. everybody guiding them. So that's pretty much what, who I am. And then for my, just the creative, you know, process for me, I, I would say, you know, I'm still in that, that outlining phase where I'm still trying to bring everything home and trying to understand, okay, because I'm always adjusting and readjusting, right? And so right. it's for me, it's like, okay, I have this idea, or we can have this idea, but at the same time, you don't want to limit yourself, right? To say, okay, well, mm-hmm. I have this idea, but wait a minute, let's not be so quick to act. Let, what else can we do here, right? How else can we go? So I never want to say, hey, so it's all about me just adjusting and readjusting, taking those ideas down. Okay, I got this idea, whether it's poetry, whether mm-hmm. it's a message of some sort it's okay. If I, I do a couple of lines here and I may do a seriously, like a whole paragraph. And then next thing I know, it's like, Oh, I don't like that. Let me go back and just, you know, I want to be able to make sure that, you know, during that process that I'm being as creative as possible, but also make sure that there's a message that you take away from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you kind of hit on some things there, especially about that perfectionism that we all battle as creatives. Um, you know, especially like when I'm doing a, a LinkedIn post or something, I just want to tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. And then sometimes before, you know, it, it's like three, four hours have gone by and
2: I'm still tweaking, you know? That's true. I mean, that's kind of, I really, really feel like that's what it takes though. Sometimes, you know, we got to let that go sometimes and just, uh-huh. I feel like going with the flow because you can sit there, like you said, three to four hours, but then it's like, all right, let me just allow it to be, this came to me, this yes. message came to me. So let me just, if it, If it touches one person if it helps one person if it gets reaches one or two that's good enough for me you know that's how i I, my approach is really that's
0: beautiful
1: yeah yeah definitely and and i've felt that for a long time uh as a teacher you know as a former teacher it's just a matter of finding that one one person that when you do something it actually feels a benefit to them Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, what gets you up in the morning? Because you're up at two in the morning working out. What gets you up in the morning? Yeah. We... Look, I got I got to say
0: something here. Jeff told me that, <laughs> and I thought. So I'm a design director. I have a you know a bunch of designers I've worked with over the years. Most of them are half my. So, you know, when they hear the old man gets up at four in the morning every day, they're just their minds are blown, and then. Here that you get up at 2 a.m. every day. Is this for real?
2: Yeah, this is. Is this serious, man? I, I get up. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like here's my my you know whole. I guess ideology on that is one. My, one is my desire to become better, right? It's, it's mm. the discipline, and you know I believe highly in self mastery, so I'm committed to that. And you know the next thing is the reasons why, because you know I get up, I work out, I journal, and I meditate, I pray, and I feel like. Mm while the world is sleeping, the world yeah. that time is just for me. Because you know, as soon as you get up, right? There's gonna be emails, maybe text messages from the next day. And it's like, okay, you gotta go get it. You gotta go get it. This, this There's so many demands.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You haven't taken time for yourself. So I look at it as, okay, what have you done for yourself before you've given your energy and your time to this world? And I'm like, okay, those are those little micro wins that I call it. And it's like, okay, all right, I conquered this. I've done this for myself. Okay. Now, no matter how much the day goes, I can go back and say, Hey, you know what? We got up at two and we hit the gym. We meditated, we worked out, you know, Mm -hmm. and and just kind of invested into ourselves. That's kind of like my, my thought behind all of that.
0: I love that. I can relate to that so much. I've always called it the quiet time of the day. Um, -hmm. I've, I've done it since I was in the army, but, you know, I think, you know, raising six kids over the years, it's been the same kind of thing. You know, it's, it's, that's your time when the whole world's asleep, when the whole family's asleep, when you can, when you can, uh, be at one with, with God, be at one with your creative spirit. I do a lot of sketch journaling myself, so. I'm right there with you. I know what that's like, I got to get in the gym in the morning. though. That's the one thing. That's where you got me beat.
2: <laughs> it just takes it, man. It's just like 1% changes, man. I mean, yep. like I said, and then don't beat yourself up. It's just if you know it's there and you want it. You know, I, I feel like, you know, most of us, and I'm not knocking anybody, but I look at it as, you know, mm-hmm. most of us, we chase that wealth, right? And we also chase, you know, like whatever the demands are of life. But at the same token, I feel that, You know, if we invest into ourselves, into our health, right? That's the new wealth. That's to me, right? And so, I mean, ultimately, and I'm not trying to shame anybody, but it was just a thing that I've got into, you know, over the years, you know, that I've been doing this for a long, long time. But, you know, I just something that I've kept there. And I think the discipline was there, the discipline is there. And then I just always look for ways, like if my mind says we can't do something or somebody tells me I can't, I'm like, (laughs) okay, let's, all right, fine. And I battle with myself, right? Because it's us versus Mm -hmm. us. We're the competition with ourselves. Very but good. People look at it as I got to be the greatest or we're in competition with this person and it's mm-hmm. all gone. But in reality, I'm in competition with myself.
1: Yes. Yes, totally. absolutely.
0: When I when I look at your videos, what when you, and I watch those, t- tell me a little bit about just like, where do you get the inspiration? You know, so you here, I'm watching a video of you. At some particular point in time, you sat down and you recorded that. Did you record that off the cuff? Was there a process that went into that? What, where was the source of the inspiration that you had for that?
2: I would say my source is, you know, there's always this burning. I I like to call it, and and I like to be graphic visually is there's this fire, this flame that's burning inside of me. And Mm -hmm. No matter how much I, you know, I want to give up, there's times I don't know if you guys experience that, especially as cre- you know, in your creative process or just, you know, you feel like, man, it's just not happening and you just want to give up. And, and there's times where you're like, you know what, I'm telling you, there's times that I seriously, you know, didn't want to do anything anymore with intangible motivation because I just was going through so many things. But then it was just like I said, this this flame that's inside of me that no matter if this wind or this hurricane or this storm coming through, it never wanted to die out. So Mm -hmm. just that that burning desire you know keeps me inspired to go make these these videos right of motivation Mm -hmm. I look at it as honestly I've you know I've had a buddy of mine that took his life on social media a buddy of mine that another daughter you know his daughter took her life due to bullying in school oh I'm sorry Where I was like, you know, hey, look, I can sit here and I can quit. I can sit here and I can stop. I can sit here and I can complain about what's going on in this world or Mm -hmm. be the solution. Or I can at least help. I can at least Mm -hmm. get out and use what God has given me to, you know, like I said, you know, our unique, our creativity, right? Letting it flow, our imagination, but, you know, shaping it to where it's yours. Right. And then, okay, I have something to give. We're all unique. We all got this gift. Let me share this with the world. And if this can touch somebody by me just being me and save Mm -hmm. somebody, that's what keeps me going. And it's like, there are moments, man, I'm telling you, like, even when I first started these videos, you know, I mean, Jeff, Uh you know, about it. It's like, when I first started these videos, dude, you know, I didn't want to do it. I was, I was my own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. I was like making fun of myself or, you know, thinking what other people were thinking like, dude, you sounded stupid. Oh my God, let's go delete it let's stop this. No, who do you think you Mm -hmm. are? Go out here and put out this message. Who are you? Gotcha. And so it just, that keeps me going and keeps me inspired because it's like, there's something telling me no, but then there's a great force, that flame inside of me that keeps me going.
1: Wow. I like that. I like that visual. Yeah. So when you see that flame inside of you, is it like a certain color? Okay. No, sorry. Is it like (laughs) blue or orange (laughs) or?
2: It's a real red and orange. I see it as a red, orange. And for some reason, and I don't know, I'm a real poetic person, but mm-hmm. I see this, this, this candle or this torch that's there and the flame just never goes away. And it, it keeps me up. And it, it, you know, it's because there are times, like I told you guys, I, I didn't want to do it as times. I, it's like, man, I wasn't seeing the results. I wouldn't seeing things that I wanted. And then it was just mm. like, you get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. It's just no matter what, even though I said I didn't want to, it's like, okay, here we go again. Here's another thought, here's another video, here's another idea, here's another poem. And it's like, I guess, let's go do this, you know. So it's just that flame never lets me stop. That's I feel like right, that's right. Just mm-hmm. to make that positive change that we need and to save lives. Yeah, that's absolutely. amazing. Absolutely.
0: That is amazing. Yeah, absolutely what i think one of the things you were talking about with, with with regards to frustration that comes to my mind is that when i think about frustration in my life there's there's two ways to think about it for me there's the way to think about frustration being um something that's an impediment to my getting to where i want to be mm. but then i think a lot of times in meditation you know where i feel like you know, the spirit of God is kind of guiding me in my particular mm-hmm. life is that, that where I'm most frustrated is where I'm most being called to be yeah. and act. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrifying though. So yeah. Really, if you think, <laughs> no, about really. it, if you, yeah. if you look at your life and you think about the things that are the most frustrating to you, and then you were to think about like, maybe that's where God's calling me to the greatest amount of action. Right. As a creative person, especially uh, when I'm creatively frustrated with something, then I go, oh, but that's where I'm being called to uh, it. That that's that's really scary because, you know, it would be so much easier to just say, I'm not going to do that. It's mm-hmm. too hard. That's too hard. Right, it's too right. hard to do a nine foot wide painting. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll just, I'll just do something small, <laughs> you know, <Pretty> simple. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: A little thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny that, that you say that. So there was this, I, I just I can't I know it was very crazy to me. I remember I'll never forget it. I remember like it was yesterday. I was in the gym and I was I don't remember exactly what song, but I listened to you know a lot of I'm a I'm a loving guy. I love you know loving music.
1: And mm-hmm.
2: so something I started crying out of nowhere. And and it was it was insane. I was literally bawling and Mm. and I felt like God said to me, I want you to write this poem. And it was about hunger. And literally, I literally wrote a poem called The World is Hungry. And that's also in my YouTube as well. Uh But funny about it is and I am serious. It was submitted to Feed the Hungry um, Foundation. Uh huh. And it was accepted as one of their, one of their poems that they're going to be using to advertise. So it was actually crazy that.
1: That's wonderful.
2: I created the poem um, and they wanted it. And they, I I didn't believe it. I just was doing what was in my heart right now, Mm -hmm. you know, despite their beliefs, whatever they may believe in, you know, I just felt this strong conviction that said, Hey, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. And then. I literally said okay, and I sat down, and it just flowed. Like I mean, I, I didn't. I almost like there was no readjustments, no stopping. It was just bleeding out of my out of my heart, out of my mind, out of my heart. And I was just like, okay, cool, we're doing this. Oh wow, the world is hungry. So I, I, I just tie into what you were saying is just, you know, you can look at it, it's like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that. You don't want to listen to that voice. You don't want to listen yeah. to your heart. And it's like, no, I want to, but that's not right, you know. And so I just followed my, my, you know, my intuition and just went with it. That's
0: yes, that's that's amazing. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Jeff and I have talked a lot about on previous episodes that we've recorded where we've talked about, you know, the creative process and for different artists uh, of and creative people throughout history going all the way back into antiquity, right? Where, where that voice comes from. And we've talked a lot about what different beliefs and ideas of what that voice was. I think Mm -hmm. both Jeff and I are, are, you know, men of, of, of Christian faith, right? So for us, it's very much that, you know, listening to the spirit of God to guide us. (laughs) Um, But yeah. and, And so when I hear you, when I hear you say that, when you hear you tell that story, I'm like, that seems to be like something that you know god wanted out into the world and he used you to manifest that yeah. into the world it used you and your artistic skills that he gifted you with to to put that out there that's uh, a beautiful story that's amazing
1: it really is
2: i mean like i said i i don't take the credit i just look at like you know I've, we all have that gift inside of that superpower if you will and we just got to use, utilize there you go.
0: Is that your superpower? Yeah. Is that,
2: I feel like ultimately my superpower is my heart, man. And okay. that my heart is bigger than my body. Oh, wow. And, and, you know, I'll yeah. uh, can help anybody regardless of, and I just, I, in my life, I experienced so much and I don't ever want anybody else to experience that. So I feel like I've always was told this, this is way back. I, I've heard this from someone that the people that were hurt in this world are going to become the healers of the world. And I'm firmly believe, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've experienced so much and we, we understand it and we want to, you know, knowledge is power, but it also depends on what we do with it. So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we've gained this great deal of knowledge that we could share, right? And it's not for any gain. It's not for anything, but it's more of like kind of like what you guys are doing. And I and I respect mm-hmm. highly what you guys are doing is, you know, bringing everyone together, you know, despite whatever their creative background is, is just bringing yeah. everyone together to be able to say, hey, here's an outlet, like even for myself, like allowing me to get on here and talk. I love to talk. If you let me talk, I'll talk all day. But, <laughs> you know, But being able to, you know, bless others to allow them to come out to have that outlet. And I feel like that's, you know, what it really is about for me. That's, that's a great way of looking at it. I think,
1: um, you know, when you start to get so focused on yourself and then you reach outside yourself it's so true that sometimes the universe when that happens that whatever you were going for it just blesses you with and i think that's that's a great story to show that definitely can you talk a little bit about your your upbringing because um i remember seeing the one video with where you you had the tribute to all the women so you're you grew up with a with a, a single mom is that right
2: she was, yeah, she was more, so I was adopted and I've okay. told my story. I have no shame in my story. And I feel like before, you know, and before I tell you the story, I just wanted to be known that, you know, I've shared my stories. You know, we started my journey, like I said, during COVID, mm-hmm. You know, things that happened. And I felt like that's when I really started opening my eyes up to my journey of self mastery and just that growth and just change and evolution. Mm-hmm. And I had to, be honest with myself, you know. Stand that man in the mirror and say, "Hey, man, look, it's okay." Let's, you know, yeah. you know, and then being able to be angry and just having all these, you know, feelings, mixed emotions of everything is just. So I started just being honest. It's like, hey, what's going on? Let's go through. And if you guys really go and you look at my poetry that mm-hmm. I on YouTube, I literally wrote a poem for every person that has either been exempt or has done something to where we didn't have the best relationship or I was hurt in some sort of of fashion. So I felt like through mm. my poetry was my form of releasing you and forgiving you. I so, see. You're right. So I, I wrote a lot of that. So t- now to answer your question is, you know, I was adopted. I never really knew my real family. You know, I was taken away as a very little kid. You know, I remember, mm. and I always say little Justin, because what I re- what I know, and what was told to me was that I was this little kid that was walking, running through this apartment complex and my foot was gashed open and I was bleeding throughout the entire apartments and screaming and asking for help. And, you know, they call CPS, mm-hmm. pull, you know, the home. There was drug paraphernalia everywhere, you know, so I ended up leaving from, you know, that incident. And, you know, a lot of times being out is adopted, you move from that home and, you know, you think, Anybody that's adopted, people don't really realize. Okay, hey, they're going to a loving home. Oh, uh-huh. dude, you're good to go. That wasn't the case for me. I moved to yeah. a home where, you know, uh, my adoptive father drank and beat my mom a lot. He I beat a lot. He used to pull weapons on us. You know, and it was it was crazy. So I, I used to deal with a lot with that, and I feel like a lot of you know me with relationships with love. And just, I got into fights a lot. And so I started to realize and just really analyze myself, like, dude, what is going on? Uh-huh. And then to a point where I was like blaming others and just making these excuses. I was like, dude, let's own our, you know, I don't want to curse, but let's own our stuff. You got to take ownership of what you can control and you got to let the other stuff go. That's the only way you can begin to heal. And so that yes. was a self-healing journey. And so, yeah, my, that's, you know, pretty much, my story of what I've, you know, dealt with, not really knowing, you know, my really, you know, my biological family, uh, mom, dad, but then being adopted and feeling like you wasn't, you were going to be rescued. You're going to be safe. You're going to be good. You're going to be loved. And that wasn't the case. And then what all of that taught me, I feel like all of us have this, this story to tell. And I feel like the takeaway from that message, whether it be like, (laughs) Oh, I feel so bad for you. I don't, I feel like, I'm trying to be that person that I needed when I was younger or that person that I needed when I was going through my darkest times in my life. So I had to face myself and become the person that loves me first. And when I learned to love myself, then I can heal. Then I can love others properly. Right now. I'm not Mm just I'm wrapped and I got it all together. I'm still doing my, my self love journey and we've all dealt with it, but you know, does it get the best of me sometimes? Yep. You know, in certain emotions and certain feelings and things, but mm-hmm. I allow mm-hmm. that to be my fuel. And I there also allow to say, Hey man, there are other people that are dealing with maybe the same or probably worse. Let me be that light. Let me be that love. And that's what I want to put out because I didn't have it. So I want to be that and make sure that, you know, that stuff could have changed me. The darkness, the bad could have shaped mm-hmm. me. And everybody, this was this, and I'm going to be angry. and I'm going to treat everyone. No, I felt like, let me be the light. Let me be the love. And if I have the strength and the power to do it, I'm going to do it.
1: I think that's beautiful. And I have to tell you that um, I'm all about going to to uh, Hummer and getting you a Hummer for your business because that, oh, that fits good. right in with that H3. Can you tell us about H3 and how you came up with that?
2: Yeah, H three. That's funny because I love Hummers. That's all. Honest to God, even since I was a kid, this was crazy, and I'll tell you about that. But it was funny because out of all of my dream cars, I didn't care about a no Ferrari. No, I only want a Hummer, and I still, I still want one. I'm just. Being <laughs> so if you guys want to hook me up? That's cool. Um, but no, H three is, and I and I like the way that Jeff put that because it was the way that he put it. Jeff was the one, and I got to give him credit to the H three because I just did, you know, a Triple H, which was hurting, hiding, or healing. And he came up with the H3, which I thought was really, really awesome and, and a clever way of putting it, which was pretty awesome. So I do want to give you credit for that, by the way. But uh, when, I came, when I came to that conclusion of hurting, hiding, or healing is because any message that I put out, I'm not going to put mm-hmm. out because I've something I've read or it's something that I've experienced and I've gotten through. And, you know, by the grace of God, you know, I've, I've powered through it. He put those little angels in my life that kept me, you know, keep to keep going, right? So mm-hmm. I felt Like like I said to you guys, just based off of my story, was that if you think about it, we all are, but I had to realize it like, dang, dude, you got a lot going on. And then I'm like, well, we're all hurting, everybody's dealing with something, yeah. But either we're hurting, which I know I was, or we were hiding, and which a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. right? So we're hiding behind that pain, and we hide behind the ego, we hide behind the anger you know, or, 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 Hey, I better be on my best tip top because I don't want nobody to know that I'm a, I'm, I'm suffering. I'm hurting in some form. Mm-hmm. of fashion. And so I came up, like, man, we're hurting. Everybody's hurting. They're going to hide in some form of fashion or right. Like for myself through 2020, I was healing. I had to heal. And I feel yeah. like either people are saying, Hey man, I realize I'm hurting, right. You got to acknowledge all three I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. OK, damn, I know I need to reflect a little bit. I was hiding. I I was doing this or I'm still mm-hmm. hiding, and I'm having these sort of behaviors in order to understand that that's how you go and that's how you go into the healing. But you have to want it. So yeah. the healing part is where it really matters. And, and that's an everyday thing. It's not like, hey, it's a one and done. Oh, hey, I'm no, it's a it's a constant, you know, Progress is a constant step. It's not just a, a never ending, right? I'm committed to, to lifelong being a lifelong student and learning and being connected Yes. The gentleman like you such, because I feel like when you are connected to, and I love something that Les Brown said, and it was practicing OQP and it's only quality people in your life. You gotcha. have those individuals that you have that, you know, because if you have the habits, like for instance, right. Like you said, Tobin, like being able to go to the gym. Hey, man, being able to connect with me, you work out with me, I'll get you where you need to go, right? And just like connecting with you guys, just like with this case, right? It's being able to help me to share my story, help my message. So it's mm-hmm. being able to connect with those individuals that you need that are doing something that cares and not out there contributing to the darkness of the world, out there doing mm-hmm. the stuff. It's like, hey, what are you doing in your life? How can we, we work together to collaborate to make this place yes. a better and so that's what I feel, you know, for from for me is like just understanding it all and connecting with the right people in order to stay on your path of healing.
1: Yeah. And it seems like to me too that that you seem to find those those kernels and those those little quotes from all over the place. And you take them from all over the place. And I'm like, whoa, man, he's like been reading the encyclopedia of quotes. So can you talk about? how that works do you just like you're just reading feeding your mind and you just s- stop on a quote or is there a book or something or
2: well I, mean, I, I got to a point when i was in my self healing journey because i believe and you know i listen to a lot of motivational stuff i believe like Zig mm-hmm. uh, Ziglar said you know motivation doesn't last but neither does bathing that's why we recommend it daily yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a constant of reprogramming our minds. Yes. You're taught so much. And some people are gifted with great parents and, you know, that's passed on great information. But I do believe in generational curses, generational programming, where you can go your whole life and not know something. But I believed in like, you know, hey, go challenge this. Somebody said this, mm-hmm. go challenge that. What do you think? What do you know? And so it's just me learning and just gathering all this data, but, the reason why I, I have all these quotes is because yes, like to your point is, you know, listening to the past of the greats. And I feel yes. like the way that we all can learn and we forget is like, once we go from the past, we forget it. But also if you go back and you search back into those files and you look in the past and you see how the successful done it, how this was done, you can almost, and I'm not saying bite off it, of, but you can learn. Mm-hmm. And again, that's like what we're talking about. The creative process is okay. I've heard this, I've seen this, I want this. Here's my imagination. Let's let's put this together. Let's change it. Let's shape it to where it's unique to yourself, but also credit other people for what they're doing as well. So when you hear me with all these quotes, I always try to tie a quote in to something like a message mm-hmm. or what have you of whatever it is that I'm trying to share. And it just so happens, like you said, like I've I've I went to this point where I was like just reading quotes just for fun. I will literally mm-hmm. like look up quotes and just, just, you know, read them all and just go down. It's like, wow, man, uh-huh. I that. And I feel like that helped me too during, throughout my journey. And also I can take a quote be like, wow. And it starts sparking my creative process. Like, let's go, let's uh-huh. we got a message. We got a message, but now let's shape it to what you have to say. How does it tie into your story? So how does it resonate? And that's how it works for me.
0: I love that. Tying yeah, it back definitely- to your story. That's yeah. that's amazing.
2: That's
1: that's um one thing that I noticed too is that it it began to be something that you used as kind of like a springboard uh process. And then as people started, I guess, uh, commenting underneath your threads, you got the, the opportunity to really uh connect with them in a personal way. And I thought that was very inspirational. Can you tell me a little bit though about because me and Tobin were blown away. You were talking about how God speaks to you, and you had mentioned something when we were when we were corresponding back and forth about how He sometimes speaks to you in ways that are very personal to you. And we were like, I was wondering if that meant does do you actually feel like an interlocution or a voice
2: that like speaks in rhyme, or is that just you? I feel like you know it's inspiration, and when I don't have the inspiration, I, I I always I I mean, you guys may think I know I'm not gonna say you think I'm crazy, but when I tell other people this, I and you guys may not believe what I'm telling you. I literally, God, probably like, dude, won't you just shut up for a moment? I literally talk every second, every minute. I'm I'm not even joking to you. Like, I I keep this conversation going like he's my best friend, which you know he is, and. Mm-hmm. I always talk. So when I'm trying to find that inspiration, I'm always asking for like, you know, give me like, what could I, what can I do, God? Like, what could I say? And then it'll just be maybe just a topic. And then from there, it's okay, well, I already gave you the gift. I already gave you the talent. So I'm going to give you the, the, the topic. I'm going to give you the title and you go with it because I already given you everything else. So I feel like being able to take that inspiration or being able to just be guided and say hey what are we doing what message needs to be heard and it has to really touch me and i feel like when it really comes over me so strong and i don't give up i realize like that has to be something from god and i know people some people that you know i'm not saying everybody a believer or whatever whatever their you know their higher power is or this universe uh-huh. or or energy or whatever it may be it's you mm-hmm. know when i feel that strong conviction in my heart i'm like man God, you want me to do this, I'll do it, you know, and and I'm going to leap, leap of faith, I'm doing it. Like, this is what you want me to do. I'm doing it. And that's just where every for me where everything gets pulled from. Seriously.
0: That's amazing. Jeff, Jeff and I have talked a lot about um, where ideas come from, where and where our yes. inspiration comes from. And there's been, you know, a lot of people throughout history, who have said, you know, an idea might come to you, but if you don't act on it, Somebody else is going to pick up that idea. It's not just necessarily just for you, like um, and, and looking at that through the context of like a relationship with God. It's like God comes to you with an idea, right? And, and he's yeah. like, But if you don't want to do it, I got a guy over here who will do <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, will do it, right? You know, and, <laughs> and we've seen that actually in history. I mean, you look at you look at like different things that were invented practically on top of each other in different parts of the world. It's because I think, you know, that uh, if there is an idea that needs to be out there in our world, in, you know, I believe, you know, from my particular viewpoint that that's, you know, you know, from God, right? That's the creative aspect of of God. Um, But he knows that, you know, we're weak. You know, no, we're not always yeah. going to do it like we just talked about earlier. Like, I, yeah, you know, that's that's too hard, guy. Like, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll, I'll get somebody over here to, to sculpt that David right? statue. And you know, um, his name is Build Bert. Those you know? Bert in Arkansas is going to sculpt the David. You know, five hundred years <laughs> later or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> but it'll get done,
1: right? <laughs> right. right. Yeah, that's oh, beautiful. That's though true. I love
0: that. I can I can very much relate to that. Thanks for sharing that.
1: Wow! Yeah, I never thought of that. Like the pyramids that are in that are the Aztec pyramids, right? They the Egyptians really messed them up. So the here come the Aztecs later. <laughs> That's I mean, funny. So we're
2: right, gonna do it this way. We're <laughs> gonna have steps <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> Stonehenge was
1: like supposed to be a pyramid
0: right Well that's i think that's a that's a misconception that we have a lot of times right as creative mm-hmm. people is that i'm not going to do something because i'm not qualified or i'm yeah. not good enough or um you know i've been on tiktok or or youtube and i've seen hundreds of people who can dance better than me act better than me paint better than me write, but whatever your discipline yeah. is right when i think for us creative people that kind of imposter syndrome keeps us from doing the things that we I think a lot of times are inspired to do do you ever experience that in your life and like what what's kind of your go-to method to overcome that
2: I would say I mean I've always tried to be true to myself I, I can't it's hard for me to you know pretend and not be who who I am now there has been times where you know even for poetry and I literally got back into it and I would say I've written over, seriously, from 2020, I've written over 80 poems already. And I believe, and that's from 2020 now, but I'm talking before my journey, though, you know, Mm -hmm. I felt like there was more anger in me, unresolved issues that I didn't really, you know, sit with and say, let me stare at the man in the mirror and let me fix this. You know, I I was not really following what I was supposed to be doing. So it was like, okay, I really wasn't releasing anything. I wasn't really doing anything at all that I felt like was contributing or making an impact at all, right? And one of my greatest quotes that I that I love the most is, is Horace Mann is, you know, you should be ashamed to die unless you made some major contribution to humankind. And, you know, and for mm. me that, and it's like, all right, I was doing this. And I it, and it, I look at it as whether whether you have your moment, I look at it as our moment of ignorance. I know that sounds really, really bad, But I feel like we're all ignorant at some point in our life. And that means just unknowledgeable about what we're doing until you really kind of catch on. We all get that moment where we learn, right? Life hits you and forces you to calm down, forces you to move, forces you to act, right? And God's like, okay, you don't want to move? Okay, here's what I got. Here's what's going to happen here. And and (laughs) I know for me, I wasn't doing what utilizing my gifts because I felt like, you know, I feel like we are our own worst enemy and, mm-hmm. you know, we look at it as we want everybody to accept. We want everybody to be on board. We want to be cool. We want to fit in and we tend to avoid it. We tend to not do what we're supposed to do and we're caught up in the wrong things. And, and so that's what I was doing for, for the longest. And then when I isolated and went on my journey and literally learned the mastery of self-detachment and detaching from the, the people place and things that didn't serve me that was not going where I felt was going to help me grow when I did that and I learned to just say hey let me tune out everything and listen to what you got God what you want me to do that's when I felt mm. like my you know honoring myself and what my purpose was
1: That's a, that's a great way of putting it yeah yeah honoring myself and my purpose yeah absolutely so when you have these great ideas do they are they like incremental do you like release something and then go you know i could have done that a little bit different and then improve upon that is it like that kind of thing where it's like a reiteration or do you just like create something and you're like, well, I'm done with that. I'm going on to something different.
2: Or is it both? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I mean, there's stuff that I'm literally in the process of working on too, you know, um, poetry, there's videos, content ideas. I literally just draft it. And then I'm like, okay, put that there for later. And I'll come back to it when that conviction, that flow, that inspiration comes back to me to get it. But then there could be things where, I feel like to your point, it's like I've done before, where I've taken a video, an older video or something, or a message that I've had, and said, "Okay, I think that voice or that message can be put on to." You know, I, I do fitness uh, workouts, and and I'll take that one of my old messages and use that as a you know, voiceover for that video, because I felt like that message to me was so strong, and I feel like okay, maybe there's another angle to your point that I can you know, still use the message, but come up with a different way of putting it out there. So yes, I, it's, it's a little bit of both for me.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's interesting because there's so much uh, buzz talk about repurposing. And I think repurposing really gets a bad rap because really all it is, is like you said, it's like going back and reflecting and then thinking, okay, how could I do this just a little differently to reach maybe that other one person that, you know, you want to reach with your
2: creativity. So right. uh, right? just however, which way that it can. Right. I mean, that's what I, what I feel. It may be a different angle, maybe a different, you know, an image a video, maybe a different topic, you you know, you want to touch on that always kind of leads you back. That's what we are talking about. You know, the past, the history, a lot of times everybody likes to forget that, but I, f- I feel like, Mm-hmm. And, what they, and like you just said, we move on. We're so quick to move on, but it's like, no, hold on. Let's reflect a little bit. And sometimes some people don't want to go back and reflect because it hurts so much. So I feel like yeah. if we go back and we could learn not just from ourselves, but if we look at others, okay, mm-hmm. what they've done in their life and how they've handled it, I feel like that's the best teacher. Life's the best teacher, right? So. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, 100% absolutely. agree. I think ideas evolve too over time. Right. You know, and so you find in the art world, you know, with painters, a lot of times you like, why did, why did this guy paint that thing? You know, like over and over and over again. Right. And it's because, you know, you change as a person, your skills change as a person, your message changes as a person. And I mean, the idea, if it's really powerful, it might just be growing up with you kind of. Right. And so, it's always changing and evolving, but it's it's you know it's on a trajectory, right? And I think that's a that's a common thing that you see in uh, artists and musicians and writers. I think it's it's a powerful thing too.
2: I even say if you think about it too, is creativity. If you think about his it, inventors, think of the iPhone. Come on, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, every year they come. Okay, we're gonna take the same phone. We're gonna put just three more cameras on there right we're going to tell you it's titanium you know it's so. so it's like it's the same thing oh, but i learned a way and i sat down and we looked at this and we said hey let's you know create another evolution another you know uh level of this and i feel like to me that's i mean it's the same thing i mean you can take whatever you want it's yours right mm-hmm. when it's yours, you can do what you want with it just like your life it's your life right. oh, absolutely you what
1: you yeah
0: absolutely See-
2: yeah. So you talked a little bit about um, your
1: your being your own worst enemy. And if you could crystallize what your kryptonite is, what exactly do you mean by that,
2: your worst enemy? Like I said, you know, we, and I don't know if you guys, and I, I feel like we all deal with it, which some people are just better at hiding it than others. But I feel like when mm. I say myself, I mean, we can always say, well, my weakness is, I mean, just to give an example, somebody can say my weakness is, you know, a bag of chips. My weakness is whatever. Right. But I feel like for me, for everyone, right. We are our own worst enemy. So for me, it's myself because I always look at it as, like I told you guys, I'm always adjusting. I'm always readjusting to become better. We are our own worst enemy because we can do something. Okay. Even if you're going towards something that's huge, something that's big, and you you start thinking in that your programming, as we harped on earlier, is mm. depending on your programming or your 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 mental fortitude. It's like that starts to kick in, like, oh no, dude, you're not gonna do it. Nope, it's not gonna make it. Oh, that's not good enough. And it's like, okay, that can that can destroy you if you let it. Yes, and that's I like kryptonite. This- Exactly. And an African proverb that I love the most is, right? And Jeff, uh, Jeff, I've shared this one with you as well, right? There's no enemy on the inside, no enemy on the outside can harm you. Right? Yeah. I I feel like the enemy is within us, right? And we like to assume a lot. I can tell for myself is, you know, assuming, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it may be, sometimes assumptions for myself can can get kicked my butt a little bit so when i say myself sometimes i gotta always adjust the, okay dude you did this today uh. tomorrow how can we get better but that's what i said learning from the past okay yesterday yes. i want to feel that same thing again from yesterday but nope let's ignore it let's ignore it no but how can i get better how can i learn know all the things and analyze myself all the greats did it kobe michael jordan how do they get better even the football players they yeah. analyze analyze the tapes what did i do in this game how did yes. i okay i need to re i need to work on my craft. so i feel like for me us we are our own enemies it's just like you said too Tobin. it's like no i want to go make this big picture but now let's do this small one and it's like come on dude you're 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 <laughs> you're dumbing everything down making everything small no, you're meant for bigger you're meant for higher and yes it was given to you that idea so Some told you to write that or draw that or paint that big portrait or that big, you know, canvas opposed to the little one. We're always our mind, our our, our mindset is going to say, let's go. Come on. Hey, yeah, man, that sounds real good. Let's get it done. Let's do it. And you'll be so excited to do it just to get it done. But it's like, no, there's something else that's there. So the kryptonite is ourselves. I feel that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. And
0: I think it speaks a lot to what you talk about. You know, you're very passionate about uh, Mm -hmm. self-mastery. Yes, self mastery is it is is such an integral component to making the the difference between somebody who passively does something and somebody who becomes a master at something. Right? right. I mean, they, they say you know if you were a, a a master back in the days of you know your more famous painters or architects or whatever, it's like generally agreed upon as ten thousand hours.
2: You yes. think about ten thousand right. hours. Yes. Yep, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I'll quit now.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> That's too hard, man. Um, <laughs> but if you if you if you practice self mastery, it's not about how soon am I going to get to ten thousand hours. It's how do I make this hour right now count.
2: Exactly. And yes. you do that ten
0: thousand times.
2: Quality, not quantity.
1: Right. Yes.
2: Absolutely. Journey, not the destination, and and that's just where where I'm always with it is like, who are you going to become? What what do you want to become during throughout your journey? And so that's for me is just always focusing on that journey and how I can always be now. And I'll be a lie, and I'll if I were to tell you that my mind sometimes doesn't focus on the destination as well, and always Mm -hmm. got like, hey, we're going to get there. Uh We wanted that desire, that passion. Mm -hmm. For anybody to say they don't, I, I I I. I'm going to tell you, at least I can speak for myself, but I can tell you that I do often, you know, that passion burns because I want it so bad. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you do think about it, but it's like, okay, man, lay the brick. I mean, lay a brick at a time before you look up and yeah. you got know, a wall. So it's like, that's, and that's where I got to try to, you know, slow myself down and say, Hey man, come on, calm down, relax. Well, uh-huh. I do, yeah. sometimes I do focus on the destination and and I, I, it, overwhelms me sometimes. And that's where I feel where we could go wrong and want to quit and give up when we focus too yep. much on the destination.
0: Yeah. But so I, you know, like you said, it's important. I mean, because like at the end of the day, we're on a journey. But it ain't a journey if you ain't going anywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got to be going somewhere <laughs> for it to be a journey. Right. So it, I think it's great to think about that, you know, where you want to be. Um and because that's what gets you moving. In the direction that's what keeps you from getting lost too. Yes, Um
2: like, like a Porsche with his parking brakes on. Right, right. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Yeah, man. Wow, oh, that's good. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So these one-liners though, these floor me all the time on LinkedIn. They just it. That's just your gift. I mean, you come up with these one-liners and the way that you phrase things in new ways. I'm just blown away when you, when you post that on social media, I'm like, wow, I can chew on that for days.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, those, like I said, I feel like there was one, I don't know if you remember Jeff, but you know, and this ties into what we're, what we're talking about is like, you got to, I forgot how it goes and I, and I came up with it. Right. Is like, you gotta allow the roots before the fruits. Right. So yeah. it's you know, on those roots. Before you, you can even you know harvest, you know, mm-hmm. labor. So it's being able to allow your roots to grow and then you can you know reap the you know rewards of whatever your fruits may be of that labor. But it's always like you said, like for me, it's the poetry aspect of it or rhyming. And it's like, okay, okay, the roots and then the fruits. Ah, okay. Then I got it. So <laughs> sometimes it's like that. And then I try to instead of me coming up with a big poem, I'll say, okay how can I take something small within a moment and just make it sound, you know, pretty cool. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. I want it to stand out. And so that's how Uh it is. But I, like I said, I can't give all the credit. I God that, that gives me those ideas and it's not me, man. So it's like me, I'm just a, I'm just a vessel, man. And these messages and everything comes down. uh,
1: Absolutely. uh I always get those poems that rhyme, you know, end up rhyming with purple. And then I'm like, serpents searching the net i'm like what well, rhymes with purple it's like come that, on chat uh, gbt help me was,
0: that was an that was a that was one of the old bloom county cartoons from the 1980s where i think it's cutter john or or maybe it was opus somebody was saying um, nothing rhymes with guatemala you just can't <laughs> make a point about it. <laughs> Hey, uh, but I know we're coming up uh, at the top of the hour, and I definitely want to be respectful of your time. And we're so thankful to have you on the show. Justin, can you give us a few minutes and just kind of tell us what you're working on now? What are the projects you're working on now? And then tell us, you know, where people can find you and how they can uh, engage with you.
2: Sure. Um, right Excellent. now um, I am, it's not tying in to my purpose now, but the the good thing is what I'm doing is I'm an environmental health and um, risk uh, management consultant. And I train a lot of people. I look out, you know, in different industries for risk and what can hurt people potentially. And so the one thing that I'm able to do there, I'm able to train, I'm actually speaking and helping people. So I look at each time that I am training, I am giving these, you know, I know it's not my motivational, but I try to tie that in with what I'm doing with those messages and use Mm -hmm. it to engage with others and make an impact in that form as well. But I'm also continuously working on intangible motivation. As you see my logo there, I'm constantly working on content for that. I'm constantly, you know, looking for different avenues and things like that just to put out a message, man, just to do it in, in, you know, like they say, when you're doing it, it's something you love. You never work a day in your life. So I know this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is being able to make an impact and help this world and, and share what God has given me. And then, you know, the other thing is, it's, it's still in the works and I'm working on my book It's it's called a uh, here for a reason. So it's uh, still, still in there. I already got it drafted and, and structured. I just got to get in there. And, and, uh, when I get time, I'm uh, literally been lacking on that, but I literally need to sit down and start, you know, completing it and working to it. But i got, I got a good piece of it completed. I just need to get in there and do more. And, and gotcha. then the other thing was, like you mentioned, is just finding me. I'm on pretty much every social media platform. Uh, there is a nice one that I do want to point out. It's called We Are 8. It's not like TikTok. It's not like any of those things. It's We Are 8. And basically, they contribute to everything that has to do with the planet. They don't put on oh, any wow. crazy. It's no crazy videos. None of that stuff you see on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter. It's literally about humanity. It's literally about mental health. It's literally about love, nature, I mean, charity and everything like that. So I do use that uh, and then YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, all the social media platforms and YouTube as well. So, Gotcha.
1: And did you want to talk a little bit about your life
2: coaching? Yeah, the life coaching. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it in in quite some time. I mean, work has been pulling me in in every direction, but I see. Yeah, but the life coaching thing is like I've always aimed to just help people and just share things that I that I know that help me, right, and just try to give people the tools. Not to depend on me. I feel like I don't want anybody to be a, a kickstand. I'd be a kickstand or a crutch for anyone. I feel mm-hmm. like we always just pass on the knowledge to help others and give them what they need to empower them, right? Well, knowledge is power. It just depends on what we do with it.
1: Absolutely. Well, Justin, thanks so much for for coming in and, and sharing with us, especially your creative journey. I, I'm sure that our listeners are going to find a lot of wealth in what you said. And yes, please go check Justin out. He's amazing. You really, really will not ever be disappointed.
2: Just yeah. amazing. I, I'm grateful. I seriously want to tell both of you that I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm honored. I'm, I'm humbled that you guys have allowed me to come on here and just yap, you know, for the whole hour but I'm grateful, man, and I appreciate you guys, and, and I wish you guys, you guys are awesome. I hope that you know everything, what you're doing right now, I, I'm gonna claim it, and you guys should claim it and believe it, you guys are gonna be up there, man, on all the major platforms. So just keep doing what you're doing, and it's a blessing to allow people to come on here and and have an outlet, and that, that means a lot. So you never really know what people are going through in their own lives, and for people to actually come out and just say, oh, wow, I'm connecting, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm releasing, right? whatever form that may be. So you guys are doing good stuff and and I'm grateful and and blessed to be a part and connected to you guys as well.
0: Right on brother. And thank you for, thank you for coming on the show. You've definitely inspired both of us and uh, your gift. Really appreciate, really appreciate your being here.
2: Thank you guys. I appreciate you.
0: All right. With that, we'll wrap it up, Jeff. Uh, Seriously. um, It's been, it's been a great hour. Uh, It always goes way too fast. um but um do make sure that uh you keep coming back we're going to be dropping shows about every two weeks thanks for being with us justin it
2: was a pleasure man grateful thank you guys
0: as we wrap up this episode of brush with creativity i'd like to encourage all our listeners to jump into their creative efforts and really embrace the muse as you grow in your creativity as a beginner or as a seasoned professional, make sure you take time to reach out to us on the show and let us know about your work. We'd love to hear from creatives in all walks of life. Thank you so much for joining us on this exploration of creativity. If you're hungry for more, be sure to check out our show notes for recommended readings, artist spotlights and resources to fuel your artistic pursuits. Remember, Your creativity is a force to be reckoned with. And together, we creatives can change the world.